Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, all right, honky tonk. Yeah, all right, thank you. Um, here's an initial offer. Have you not got a name for me this week? Well, you've hit the nail on the head in a sense because I've decided that I'll, I'm not completely happy with the names I've been calling you, so I'm going to give you a little choice all this right, week. Okay, well. So you can stick with Ronnie Hot Dog. Yep. Mr. Park and Ride. Oh. Nice, isn't it? Buttery Ken. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the Seed Merchant. Oh, Quite like that. that's bit mysterious. Of gravitas, bit of gravitas there. Or just a nice, simple John Cup. Mm. What was the first one again? Ronnie Otto, good old no, Ronnie Otto. No, 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 no. They, 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 Mr. Mr. Park and Ride. Mr. Park and I'd Ride. like to be Mr. Park and Ride from now on. Okay, Mr. Park and Ride. Nice to see you. Thank you very much, Honky Tonk. Hey, do you know anything about this game of Tig that's going on in London? No, I've no. I don't know what you mean. Because I got Tigged on the way in. Yeah. This fella just ran up with us and went, "Tig, you're it," and he ran off. Do you know anything about that? I don't know anything about it. Do you want advice? I mean, I would just. Well, if you knew anything about it, I'd want advice. But if you don't, then. I well, don't know my advice is, is if you want to contribute to the the TIG game, right. do the same to someone else. Oh, so you pass it on. Pass it on. I'll do that later on on the way back for, for me train later on. What a troubling first thing to say to me. Do you not know the rules, rules of TIG? I didn't know there was a game going on. It's not happening in Sunderland. All right. Bright colours, bright fucking lights, sexy ladies in expensive tights. Coca-Cola, Banoffee Pie The kind of party you won't survive For forest creatures, entry is free But if you're human, it's 30p Bright colours, bright fucking lights You like? Take your wrist, see you sucker Oh, fuck's sake, he's tagged us Bob Yeah, hi As a millionaire Yeah Etc, etc when you're buying a birthday present for a pal who doesn't have as much money as you have, yeah. like, say, for example, someone whose birthday it might be next Tuesday, like, yeah. like for example, say, me, yeah. would you get them something simple and cheap so that they don't feel obliged to return the gesture when it's your birthday, or do you put four 50 quid notes in their card and load it up like a twat? Um, I just What was the first option? Sorry. Just something cheap and simple. Really cheap, really simple. Mm, all right, doesn't matter about that then. Um, as a millionaire, Bob, when you go to the awards ceremonies yeah. or the movie premieres at the pictures in London's West End, yeah. do you buy the overpriced suites in the foyer or do you smuggle your own in, secreted away in a hidden compartment of your tuxedo jacket that's been specially created for you by your blind, tearless slave who you call your stitch mouse? I don't have a stitch mouse. Um, are you trying? Is there a new? Is there a new angle here that you're trying to suggest I'm tight? Is that what you're saying? Whatever the angle is, is for me. For me I to know. Wanna, you, can, you can just. 
Neither. Just I'll... answer the question. It was a simple question. All right. And is no the, side to is it. Is a simple answer. Well, I mean, the reality is uh, when I go to the cinema, I buy a hot dog and a drink. To the movie premieres and the awards ceremonies. I'm not uh, talking about going to I don't go. I've never day. been to a movie premiere in my life. Really? Really. Next one. Come on. Right. Okay. Is it true that you were present at the Alderman's recent vasectomy no. reversal operation, along with the other members of the parish council gang, and which was carried out on a massive banqueting table while feasting and frolicking went on all around? I'm very fond of the Alderman. I do kiss the Alderman. I'm not aware of any such ceremony, nor was I present at such a ceremony. Did he dance a jig on the banqueting table after the operation and roar, the little Alderman is back on the starting grid? There was no ceremony, there was no uh, special meal, uh, um, there was no operation on the Alderman that I'm aware of. Thank you, Andy. Your silence speaks volumes. So I've done a little bit of observation comedy like about shopping. That's that. good. Thank you very much. Hey, Andy! Oh, 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 Andy, have you ever noticed when you're in the supermarket? Do you remember supermarkets, by the way? Really big shops, do you remember them? Anyway, and you choose a till that's only got one person, but she's got loads of vouchers. Do you remember vouchers? Do you remember vouchers, Andy? Do you? to speak at Yeah. This yeah. Yeah, you see, you remember them. So you've enjoyed that, remembering yeah, them. Yeah, like, enthusiastic audience. Thank you. Oh, and it's taken forever, but she's got one for brass hand shiner, right? And she gives it to you because she's seen you've got a brass hand, right? So you rush off to get the shiner, you get back and the queues are massive, gets to your turn, you find out the offer's expired. But, you know, you've imagined a nice shiny hand, so you pay full price. Yay! You haven't noticed that? Thank you. Hey, 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 hey. Have you ever noticed you park at a supermarket? Do you remember supermarkets? Yeah. Yeah. And the car park is empty, but a pensioner comes and parks right by your car. Do you remember pensioners? Yeah. Yay! You enjoyed that, haven't you? Anyway, parks right next to you, and you have to squeeze out of your door, and you damage your brass hand on the other car, or at best, some of your hand oil smears on the windscreen. Yay! Yeah. Woo! You ever noticed that? Hey, 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 hey. I have an artist when you're in a supermarket. You remember them, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, you always get the trolley with the squeaky wheel. You know what I mean? <laughs> then you realise it's not the wheel, but it's your brass hand and it needs oiling. And they don't sell brass lubricants. You have noticed that? Yeah, oh, you didn't like that no, one. No, I didn't like the scenario. Oh, you, oh, right. I was Were like, you fine with it. Oh, so you're annoyed with the supermarket? Yeah. All oh, right, well, that's good. That's a bit. That's quite supportive of it. Put you off your whack a bit, though, didn't I? Because you, you got a bit derailed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? I'll tell you. One's heavy, the other's a little lighter. Ah! Ah! That's good. Eh? Yeah. I'll tell you what, right, here's a question for you, right, like a brain teaser. Mary has 24 cupcakes, she eats four between nine and 11, right? A total of 13 between nine and three, and six between two and 5 p.m. What does Mary have now? Diabetes! <laughs> So that's I've combined yeah. traditional jokes with uh, observation. And some maths and some off-colour 
illness humour. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Most of it. I'm going to call that my set. Right. All right. Well, can I have a go as well? Go I've on. Prepared then. some as well. All right, here we go. <coughs> hey, no. Well, the thing is, though, do you remember pop bottles? Like, what you used to drink your pop out of, and you drank all the pop, and you used to say it was empty. Hey, my pop bottle's empty, you'd say, and then he'd chuck it into a bush. Do you remember that? <laughs> have you have you had cider before, eh? Have you? Do you like it? Because I'm not that fussed. <laughs> Do you know where my nana's gone? I want my nana. <laughs> so there's some observational comedy God, there. straight in with three bangs. Bang. So they were tight the, set, eh? They were what tight set? Sometimes I think it's best get rid of the the cack in and out. Yeah, get the job done. Yeah, you've got you've got the jokes laid out, and even though you can convince yourself otherwise, you know four of them are just tods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could just put them in a dishcloth, wrap them in newspaper, Shut them in a bush, lob them in a bush. But that was hundred percent gold, wasn't it? Bang, start to finish. And unf- I would put on the back of your DVD, your what fourteen second DVD. Yeah. I think I'd say you know, a whirlwind of comedy. Something like that, you know, yeah. Utterly fantastic. That's a bit Thank like you. the butter as well, isn't it? I'll get that quote from you put on. Yeah. Because you've got a bit of clout, haven't you? You've blown my mind there. Right, Absolutely. Yeah. I feel a bit low now. That's the, you've because it's the down after the high, isn't it? Yeah. One more question. Is it true that you and the Alderman have started up a private Facebook group called Lips of a Kissing? <sighs> There's some truth in that, yeah. I thought there might be. What? Well, I've seen it. Yes, yeah, so I had a what? look on your phone when you went to the bog earlier on. Okay, and what? And yes, I. And it's just lots and lots of pictures of close-ups of lips. Yeah. And pictures of various people kissing. Yeah, if you get to kiss the alderman, you can record. You take a photograph and put it on the page. Yeah. He's been kissing a lot of people, hasn't he? Then. Yeah, he'll kiss anyone, the alderman, won't he? If it moves, he'll kiss it. Basically, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Fair enough. Did you know he owns a car dealership up in uh, Stockton? Oh, that's why you're always up in Stockton with him. No, I'm always up in Stockton with him because we do charity work together for, for kid, daft kids, do- dozy kids. Yeah, yeah, for dozy kids, cack handed. Yeah, dozy. Any of them boss side? No, no, don't be stupid. All right, few of them. Anyway, so he's got a dealership. It's on a retail park, and he asked me to come up to launch a new model that there's flogging. It's like a big van thing called, I think it's called a Sprinter. Have you heard of one? I've seen them. Yeah, it's called a Sprinter. It's the new model out of it, and I was going to cut the ribbon, get a photo with the alderman for the press, and that. You've been a celebrity, and everything. Well, you know what I mean. And anyway, so I said, we've done it all. I said, I've got to get a train um, from Darlington to get back, and he said, Well, I'll tell you what. Bob says the old man. He says, "I'll take you, and I'll take you in the new Sprinter." Oh, I... I'll take you from Stockton down, and in the Sprinter, I thought, well, that's fair enough. Like he might want a kiss at the end of oh, it. Oh, imagine he would. I probably would, least. but that's all right. Fair, you know You've why been not? Been there before, yeah. So we get in the Sprinter, and about halfway there, he pulls off the dual carriageway into a lay-by. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I think yeah, here we kissing go. Kissing time. Yeah. So I just think, oh well, let's just get it done, and I lean over you know, to have a kiss and that. And he says, No! <laughs> How dare you! Not in a company vehicle, especially the new Sprinter! I think, oh, Jesus, he seemed really... He's red in the face and that and everything. Then I realise I'm not alone, Andy, yeah? Uh, 
in the back, back of, the of the sprinter, sprinter. you've got the town clerk, head of social services, head of the parks department. Rest of the gang. All the gang. And they start chanting as well, not in the sprinter, not, not in the, the sprinter. sprinter, so on and so forth. So anyway, sorry it's going on a bit. So we get out in the lay-by, out of the um, sprinter, and his eyes look down towards the registration number, the alderman's eyes, so I read it, it's YM16KTA. And they all start, uh, have you guessed it? They, they all start chanting YMKTA, YMKTA, you must kiss the, the alderman. Alderman. What's the 16 for? The I don't know. I suppose it's age limit. Well, no, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe the number of times you meant to kiss him. I don't know. Oh. So obviously. I You're going to miss your train. I'm going to miss my train. I want to get back with the journey. So I give him a, a lovely little kiss, actually. Yeah. Nice. We had a nice kiss. It tasted a bit like, do you know those party party circle biscuits with the icing on? Yeah, yeah. Like, it just tasted like them, but with, with pepper, pep, pepperoni pizza-y sort All of right. flavour. So, so anyways, I got on my train. Um, the only, I suppose the only downside was is because of kissing the alderman, I really fancied some pizza and they don't sell it on the train, so oh, there you go. A bit but, of a sour end of what was a beautiful story. Yeah. Having said that, you know, let's remember, he got me to the me train on time. So, and what do you think of the sprinter? So I thought it was really nice. Yeah. I mean, and on reflection, I realised why he said not in the sprinter. It's a company vehicle, brand new yeah. vehicle, he's got a flog. It's good to have boundaries, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you know Athletic Women's is the UK's top gas-powered podcast now? It isn't gas. Is it gas-powered? It is, yep. And can you back that up, that fact up? It's just something some fella told me earlier on. What, had he read the gas meter or something? I don't know. He just said to tell you. Oh, well, what's his name? Thanks for telling us. Kitchen Dennis. Kitchen, oh, is his Kitchen Dennis, was it? I went fishing this week. Did you? Yeah. Who was that with then? I went with Paul Whitehouse. Oh, I. You know, yeah, suits yeah. you, sir. Well, I don't that. know Paul White because I'm not a millionaire celebrity. But so we so we stood on the bank there. Yeah, Paul saying suits suits you, sir. Is that why this week's podcast a couple of days later? Is it? Yeah, it's one of the right, reasons. Okay, and yeah. me shouting, you wouldn't let it lie. Yeah, right at the fish. No, just at each other. Right, and then they'd laugh and then do another one. Yeah, I can't think of. Uh, and then you realised you'd forgotten your fishing gear. So it was just two men standing on the side of the riverbank, two very shouting. <laughs> out the catchphrases at each other. Two very old men as well, I tell you. Steve, difficult week for him, right? Oh. So for about a year now, he's had a problem with his shoulder, right? Uh, maybe a torn tendon, oh. something like that. And it's made it very difficult for him to carry Casper <coughs> on his neck like he likes to. But he still does, but he's felt the pain. So yeah. he went to the doctor. Takes his top, doctors take your top, top off, and there... There's like this sort of acne, poxy sort of rash on the back of his shoulder. And the doctor examines it, then starts poking at it with his teaspoon. And then he like, what he does, he just like prizes the whole lot off. And it is just like a plate of snake sick. An accumulation that's crisp, like gone crispy on his skin. And he just thought it was skin. Yeah, he just thought he got, you know, so the doctor says, well, I mean, both of them laughed. So it's bloody Casper, and it's dribbling out of him when he's on your neck. So, well, that's good. But the problem is, Steve, that's obviously not the cause of your problem. It's probably something internal, as I say, like a tendon or whatever. So Steve, just as he's getting his blood pressure done and that, starts explaining that, you know, he's out of a job at the moment. Casper's really not very well. And that the fat lass is getting really nasty because he's around the house so much and that. 
she says to the doctor she's even threatened to make him choose between her and the snake because you know of all the spew that it's wow. lobbing into her stuff her haversacks, her DMs, her fleeces and her leggings and that all yeah. getting spew stains on them you know, do you know Steve spent nearly £1,000 on a, a pair of like purple sort of satin Jimmy Jimmy tube shoes yeah. to try and keep her off his back yeah you know it's getting, it's getting that and he didn't tell the doctor that but she likes but she wears DMs though why would she want to wear DMs she wears DMs most of the night when she's down the social club and that yeah. but if there's a wedding something She'll like put that put Jimmy tubes on yeah put them on she can't walk in a Monday really to be honest with you just keep a f- pair of flats in her bag yeah. for the end of the night doctor realises he's depressed that's the problem as much oh, as right. so he gives him some happy pills um, mustn't take him on an empty stomach take my glass of milk whatever lobs two down yeah and he's happy as Larry he's at home singing his song Convoy I got a brand new Convoy all that watching the cartoons yeah <laughs> he even puts his uh... <laughs> he even because he hadn't done it for ages he even went in the garage started up his clown car you know <laughs> right, just to yeah. keep it ticking over yeah Anyway, the only thing that's still making him feel a bit sad is Casper, who seems really down in the dumps. Steve, even well, two days before this, Steve actually even caught him, caught Casper eating, like, well, like, sort of chewing at one of his own tods. Ah, uh, that's no good sense. It's awful, isn't it? So Steve, what he does, daft Steve, really, crushes one of his happy pills up and puts it inside a mouse for Casper. Yeah. You know, to see if it cheer has stands to reason. It makes sense. I think it's fair enough. You know, if it's made Steve feel better than you. Know, yeah. Why wouldn't it work with Casper? So it kicks in pretty quick, and Casper starts dance. It's like dancing on the kitchen yeah. floor. You know, like spiraling and zigzagging yeah. across the black and white tiles. You know, oh, that's good. You're bouncing off the kitchen units like in the S shape, and yeah. Sad. Unfortunately for Casper, the fat lass is trying to cook a big pot of beans at the same time, and Casper bangs right into her legs. Yeah, she turns around and like she could, she's looking down. She can see him darting about on the checked tiles. Yeah, yeah. It's a flash of colour and the black and white and black and white. She starts feeling a bit nauseous and realizes she's gonna she's gonna go into a fit. You know, because of all the strobing with Casper. Bouncing around, <laughs> but kitchen strobing's the worst. Yeah, isn't it? so she can't look away, and she's heading for a fit. So bless her, she boots Casper full force, hard as she can, and like he goes straight up in the air. He ricochets off the kitchen island, yeah, smashes into the Venetian blind on the window. Then he just drops down like a sack of Todd onto the surface. He's just lifeless. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. Casper, I love you. We were touch tight every night. Casper, I miss you. You were there when I bought the waffle maker. Oh, Casper, there is a piece of sick that you left behind on the kitchen blind. And every time I see it, a tear falls on the kitchen floor where you danced like a troubadour. 
Casper, I'll remember you for the good times, not just the spew. Casper, we'll meet again and we'll be touched tight in the afterlife. Casper, I loved you. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm going to be rude as I always am and say look I left last week's podcast I left Casper lifeless on a kitchen surface having been booted by the fat lass I would have left that till the end of day would you well I'm make them wait well I'm just going to say do you want it do you want your update can I just say for just for people that it's 50-50 but you want to you want the full no, story go, later let's have it now let's put people out of their misery are you sure yeah well it's good and bad news he's alive but he's in a critical condition. I've just got off the phone from my source at the veterinary hospital where he's been treated, right? Yeah. So let's go back to last week's events. Yeah, we left him on the kitchen surface just as the fat lass was going into a spasm or a fit. Yeah, after and she booting him. booted him across the floor, didn't yeah. she? Right, well, she managed to shout, Steve, help me! So, of course, Steve runs into the kitchen, assuming she's shit her knickers and wants him <laughs> to wipe her with the dirty dishcloth, Yeah. He immediately says she's fully clothed in a, clothed in a toweling and that and struggling with her balance, so he puts his arms around her. It's all right, love, calm down. It's just, it's just one of them, you know, one of your daft fits because of your haemoglobin content, you know. Yeah. Have a seat, I'll get you a glass of salted water, bring your blood pressure up and a sugar lump in case it's hypoglycemia. <laughs> he's really good, he's really calm, Steve. He's a very caring man, isn't he? Yeah, so he sits her uh, That down. comes across in his management style, I think. Yeah, he's got a hair island... <laughs> <laughs> He's an arm around the shoulder manager instead of a hairdryer manager. Exactly. So she sits down. She's dribbling a bit and not thinking because he's got it in his hand. He, he, he wipes her mouth with the dirty oh dishcloth. Yeah, you know, leaves a little bit of cack on her lips, but she, oh, she doesn't see so. Well, I'm just saying what people want to know what happened, but Steve does notice something. 
He yeah. knows there's the lifeless Casper on the <gasps> kitchen surface, yeah? Now, immediately he knows that's unusual because Casper isn't allowed on the kitchen surfaces because of his spewing and that, yeah? yeah. And he, let's be honest, Danny, he can't climb up, can he? Unless the fat lass has got um, her bandages and leggings and that drying on the clothes horse in front He'd of the cabinet. He can get up them, yeah. So he goes over. What are you doing up there, Casper, you silly plonker, Rodney? <laughs> and he picks him up, but he's colder than he should be. And he's not moving at all, just like a dead weight, you know. God. Casper, Casper, what, what's happened? Oh, my God, Casper. He puts his ear to Casper's chest, right? Because he thinks maybe he can hear a heartbeat. But it's really difficult because the fat lass's foot is twitching and kicking the bacon trays that are slotted <laughs> in a gap between the cabinets. Yeah? It's very distracting. Ding, 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 ding. And he's also, she's got Chris Evans on the radio who's making, like, monkey noises. That's just distracting as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, something to no do with that. Wednesday Wacky Wildlife Club he does or something. <laughs> so Steve's beginning to cry. He realises there's something really wrong here. All he can think to do is, because he's get cold, is to run him under the hot tap, yeah? yeah. See if that helps. Um, turns the hot tap on. As soon as he turns it on, he realises it's far too hot. Is it one of them boiler taps? No, it's not a boiler Thank tap. Thank God for that. <laughs> but the fat lass has been washing her bandages, yeah? Right. So it's really running hot. Sorry, Casper, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But he swears he saw a tiny little movement around his neck, like a little swallow. Casper, yeah. you're alive, he shouts. Hang on in there and I'll get you to hospital. He wraps Casper around his neck and he shakes, shakes fat lass. Love, love, I've got to take Casper to the hospital. Where are the car keys? But she's not responding, yeah? Not at all, just keeps on kicking the bacon trays. So he looks for his keys, can't find them. He's like, fuck it, he thinks, I'll take the clown's car. Remember, he, was, he, he started the clown's car. That never goes out. No, he says, I'll have to take the clown's car. never even gets out the garage. <laughs> Go take the clown's car. Typical circus clown's car, you know, like slightly square wheels, yellow... Yeah. And red, bright colours. Big horn on the front. Yeah, so he honks, honks the horn all the way down. The vet's about a mile away. Honks it all up. Ha, 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 ha. Casper's not well. Ha, ha, ha. Out the way. Casper's not well. Ha, <laughs> uh, uh. all And all the people on the pavement are singing as he goes by. <laughs> as he goes by, they're saying, He's got a hair island. <laughs> right. So anyway, then, his steering wheel comes off at the lights. Oh, puts God. it back in. Smoking out the arse end of the car, when he arrives at the vet's doors fall off, Steve hardly <laughs> notices. He rushes in, he plonks Casper down on reception, yeah? And he says, straight, he said, please, please help me, something's wrong. I've just found him like this on the kitchen surface next to the home pride plain flower jar. Well, That was the, information he didn't need to give away, he's panicking, it? he just thought he might help just, somehow. Just shouting out aloud. And uh, the vet's at reception, and vet immediately picks him up. As he does so, Andy... Little bit of spew <gasps> dribbles out of Casper's mouth. Sign of life. Steve can't help but put a big smile on. That's my Casper. Come on, Casper, you got to fight. Yeah. Vet takes him straight into a surgery with the nurse, and as they do, the vet says over his shoulder, "Looks like he's been kicked or hit with something blunt. He's bleeding." Steve realizes under his breath. He says, "You bastard! You large bastard!" See, Steve's put <laughs> Steve's put two and two together. Yeah, you know because she was kicking. Yeah, he knows back in the kitchen. He knows she? what's happened, and I'll, t- I'll tell you next week what happens because that's a slightly separate story. But it all right. goes right. off between them. But as we speak, he's under supervision in intensive care, basically soft tissue trauma, internal bleeding, mm-hmm. and a burst internal abscess 
as well. Of it's, this scandal, then? Yeah. Listeners, Andy, it's basically 50-50. You know, this reminds me of 1981 when Roy Race of Roy of the Rovers got shot. Really? And they dragged that out for a few weeks as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got that out of the way. We can crack on. Well, I'm pleased because everyone's going to be really worried about that. And Fingers crossed. We're not, you know, we're not at the end of the story, are we? We're not out of the tunnel. I don't like this. It's sound. catastrophe piled upon disaster, yeah. piled upon trauma. Yeah. But, you know. I don't like in. the sound of that internal abscess. I'm, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No. Mark Lawrenson, Andy. Mark Lawrence. Mark Lawrence. I have had such a lucky break this week. I've found someone, I've got a contact who can give me all the gossip on Mark Lawrence. Oh. So there you go. Let's have it then. Yeah. What do you know? Um, I don't know if you know. I actually knew. Did you know that he's got a real passion for pest control, Mark? He doesn't no, like, I didn't know that. No, he doesn't like the football, but he loves it. One of his brothers is in pest control, and he always thinks, I wish I'd done it anyway. So Michael Owen phoned him up and asked if he would come over and do a pest check on his new restaurant in Manchester for right. it was opening for a press night. It's a beautiful... Michael Owen, you know, the footballer. Yeah, great, yeah. Big old Georgian building. Used to be part of the zoo in Manchester, I think. Massive place, real posh restaurant. Anyway, he wanted it checked because if there was problems, he didn't want to get in the papers, you know, and he knew he could trust Mark, like... Do you Not know on a mean? press night. Exactly. <laughs> so Mark turns up with his kit. He's got traps... Sprays, sticky sheets, you know. Yeah. Do you, do you have sticky we- sheets sometimes? Weaponry? Andy? Andy, do you have sti- <laughs> At this time of year, yeah. <laughs> Goggles, gloves that go right up to your neck, all the good pest controller kit, right? He went into the kitchen, it's the main area to look for, and he turns on the lights, it's dark in there. Just, actually, just as, he, just as he went in, he thought he saw a massive bloke, some big bloke scuttle off through the fire exit. But he thought it's probably a homeless person or on the rob or something like that. Anyway, he does right. what you have to do. He checks the cookers, all the nooks and crannies, looking for droppings, eggs, all that sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? All the telltale signs, All yeah. for pests and that. He's probably looking for roaches and ants, mice droppings, all that stuff. The only things he found, he found a little bit of thick brown hair, quite a lot of dirty footprints, which it's not, it's, health, it's an environmental health thing, but he thought he'd tell Michael. What size were the footprints? Um yeah. Boot footprint. I suppose, yeah. I'm, Human I, boot. And uh, right, okay. one thing just near near the door, a great big pile of quite dark Todd. Yeah. Um a bit of blood <laughs> was pinging. A bit of, <laughs> a bit of plus me testicles. A bit of blood <laughs> was smeared on the floor. Probably that's the homeless bloke, he reckoned. But the thing is is food wise, pest wise sorry, food wise, I tell you the only thing he saw there was um an open jar of honey on uh, one of the surfaces should have been. Hang on, yeah. hang on. Well, just stop you there. Yeah. So Lawrenson is just turning a blind eye to the presence of homeless Todd. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, he, hold on. Because he's just dealing in pests. Look, pest-wise, he was able to give it 100% clean bill of right. health. Yeah. But he told. Did he even mention the Todd? No, he told. Of course, he told Michael about the honey right. being left out and the footprints of blood and all that. So they're having a little chat. He's giving it the all clear. He says, "What's he says to Michael? What are you calling this restaurant?" I see the sign right is here, and he says Moe's. You know, like M O S Moe's. Yeah. Because you know, M and O are same as his name, like Michael oh, yeah. Owen's place. Good that. And Mark says, "Hey, Michael, don't do it, right? Because for one, it's like the bar in The Simpsons, and that's fun." But it's a really serious restaurant, this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be the wrong vibe. And second, I'm a bit worried it's like a short form of m- motherfucker, you know, mo. 
Do you know what I mean? I like Morpho. Yeah, yeah he says, I don't like that, um, Michael. Did Mark Lawrence say motherfucker? Oh, well, he did. He's, um, to yeah, Michael Lawrence. He swears, don't worry about motherfucker. it. Motherfucker. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like motherfucker, Michael. <laughs> you should be doing the Mark, Mark Lawrence stories. I didn't know. So, anyway, he says, um, Mark, Michael says, shit, I don't know, Mark. It's a bit late in the day. <laughs> The sign writers are here, the menus are printed, and he says, Mike, that can be sorted in half an hour, the name's going to stick forever. Come on, it needs to be a name that sums up, like you, your essence. What do you believe in, Michael? What do you stand for? He says, I don't know, really. I like helicopters. I like Dubai. I like leather furniture. I like betting. I like my side part. He says, oh, Michael, c- c- Honestly, man, when I think of you, like, I think of inspiration, inspirational, yeah? Integrity, style, you know what I mean? Sophistication. We all do, yeah. You know, use those words. they got, you know, use them somehow in your name. And anyway, it's 100 quid for the pest thing. Don't forget to clean that stuff up in the kitchen. Press night, later on, all the paparazzi are there. And you've got Rio Ferdinand's there, Gary Barlow, Dynamo the Magician, Lizzie Cundy. Ken, yeah, yeah, Ken Morley, Reza Ruddock are all there. Ken Loach. You went there, couldn't make it. Michael stands in front of the big restaurant window, ready to unveil the curtain, you know. <laughs> and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, my restaurant stands for inspiration, sophistication, integrity and style. So here goes, I pronounce the restaurant open. He pulls down the curtain there in massive letters is... I-S-I-S, Isis. <laughs> He's called his restaurant Isis, right? So there's a big intake of breath, a camera start flashing. No, says Michael, it's inspiration, style, integrity. It's not the terrorist thingy. And just as he's speaking, Andy, I guess was just as he's speaking, the window smashes to pieces and out runs a fucking great big brown bear, right? <laughs> it roars, it sniffs the air and then r- runs straight at Gary Barlow and punches him in his tits before disappearing into the back streets of Disbury. Didsbury. So, think about you it. You did mention that the restaurant was situated on a former part of Manchester Zoo, didn't you? That's right. So what we've got there's a remnant if you think about of it, the zoo. The big black pile of black tod, the honey. If you remember oh, the honey. All the signs were there, weren't they? <laughs> so Mark's messed up big time. What he's done, he's looked at the detail, the droppings and stuff, and not the bigger picture. It should have been obvious, shouldn't it? Eh? The brown it's hair, the, the, the honey. massive oversight. He missed it all. He thinks he's a pest expert in the animal, you know, kingdom. Yeah. And he's just dropped a massive bollock. He's missed a fucking bear. <laughs> so a terrible night for Michael and for all the Manchester restaurant clique, And really. for Mark's reputation. Yeah, so that was interesting. So I hope my contacts will keep providing me with stuff about him. So tell me about Corbyn. I've been to another, um, another one of his rallies this week. Yeah. Uh, quite a local one down in Yarm. Uh, which is where Steve McLaren lives, I believe. Yeah, of course. All, the, all the borough football, well, um, isn't it? That's, that's not really relevant. So uh, I went, you know, turned up, got down early, down the front in all my red gear, hit the toe in red, yeah. hat, shirt, tie, lipstick, all the stuff. No, you didn't. I did. You, no, you didn't have lipstick on then, Nick. Anyway, down the front. So Corbin comes on. He does um, does a tight 10 minutes about the evils of CCTV on trains. Okay. And how footage can be manipulated. Right. You know, got quite, quite into it. Yeah. PowerPoint thing, but, you know, just a bit distracting, but never mind. Then the lights all went off. 
<clears throat> and we all sang um, Money's Too Tight to Mention. That's right. Simply Red song. Yeah. Now, it sounded to me like Mick Hucknell was singing it. Yeah. But the lights were off, so I couldn't see. Right I'm just assuming it was Corbin just doing a Hucknell impression. Yeah. Anyway, then time for a break. So Anne it round the back, get a fag. In he comes out the fire exit. Here he is, Corbin. Stands next to me, lights up. Uh, he's got a roll up this week. Oh, no, not a pipe. Not a pipe this week. So he says, uh, seen you. Yeah. He says, all right. He says, seen you. Down the front. Seen you. Fancy yourself, don't you? Oh, I chewed. He says, well, I do. So, you know, I says, well, a little bit, yeah. And he points at me, me red rosette that I've got on. He says, official rosette, is it? I says, well, I'm not sure. I've had it for, for ages. You know, I've not worn it at an official party event for, for years, though. He says, mm, thought so, thought as much. Thought it looked a bit weathered. I says, well, sorry, should, should I get a new one? You know, is there any official ones that you can you set me up with? He says, well, I have a merchandising operation. I could get you a one at a reduced price if you'd be interested. So I says, wow, yeah, great. Thanks. You know, if there's anything I can do in return, you know, to help with your election... Yeah. Let, let us know because I'm, I'm becoming a, a serious convert. Yeah. To the to the Corbynista cause. And he says, uh, "Well, um, there might be one thing you could help me with." Where it comes. I thought, oh, I. So he pulls the pulls his tab out of his mouth, and his bottom lip slowly parts from the top one. He reaches across and he just brushes me rosette with the back of his hand. Oh, hey up! Is this in a? Mm, so. And he says, uh, he says. It gets lonely on the campaign trail, you know. I'm always on the road, and I start to miss Mrs. Corbyn when it's almost bedtime. Mm. I says, oh, no, I can imagine that, yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, do you think you could possibly proffer a small kiss? Oh, he's a kisser? To alleviate my emotional turbulence? And I thought, well, you know, given... What you and the alderman get up to? Mm. It's you know it's legitimised. He's not a bad looking fella, I suppose. That, uh, and I've I've started to become quite a fan over the past few weeks. I thought you know a little kiss is not going to hurt. No, I'm in that. So I'm, I moved moved my mouth slowly towards his, and I just felt my chin graze against his beard as we got closer. Yeah. Just as we we're about to kiss, there's a bang, and I jump back. Yeah. Someone's booted the fire exit. Shit. And this voice goes, "No, Andrew, no." Not during a democratic electoral process, Andrew. Jeremy, back inside and address your followers at once. Fuck. Who are you saying it is? It's the alderman. Fuck off. It's your alderman. What I'm do you mean? I'm in yarm, aren't I? I'm in yarm. Well, he, it's your patch. He wouldn't give a shit if you were having a kiss. What was it? What? What? What's, I don't understand. Well, I don't know. It, it, it happened. What, you've been sniffing around the alderman? No, I'm sniffing around Corbyn. I've got nothing... Thing with the alderman. So what happened then? Then did you? Well, did you? Any? Well, Corbin goes back in. Don't get upset. How right? did? What? Just let us explain. Yeah. Jesus. Right. So the alderman's still there. Corbin's gone back in, and I just, I'm panicking. I'm saying, sorry. Look, I don't have any major involvement at constituency level. I'm not up to speed with the etiquette. I, you know, it, it wasn't supposed to happen. And the alderman says, "I can teach you all about the etiquette, Andrew." Especially as I'm not standing for office myself. And I thought, well, that's an opportunity to learn something's a good thing. That'd be wonderful. And he says, Now, it looks to me as though you're in possession of a pair of lips that just thought they were about to be kissed. Come over to me, Andrew. You did. Come now. You better not have. And he, he, he cupped his 
hands around my face. No, never. And just gently brushed his lips against mine. Oh, as if I'm... And, and just held them there for a couple of seconds and then pulled away. And honest, Jesus, Bob... You kissed entire, him? You kissed him? My entire body turned to jelly. Oh, you're, I'm, I'm not happy with this, Andy. I felt as though... He's nothing, nothing to do with you, the alderman. No, I'm off. Sorry. No, it's upset me, that. No, but... Bob? Bob? When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.